0: Today on the ZabeCast, sports gambling in America is now not totally illegal, if your state says so, maybe. A brave new world has opened up and our team coverage today will explore all the angles. A rare double guest, Charge, followed by Mr. X. If you've got 45 minutes to kill, then buckle up and let's go! Oh, ho, 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 ho ho Here we go! Tuesday, May 15, 2018, and let's get ready to gamble! Wow, what a day. Where were you, and how did you hear about the Supreme Court striking down PASPA? The, oh, what does PASPA stand for? The Prevent uh, Amateur Sports Protection Act. PASPA. The Preservation of Amateur Sports Protection Act, or something like that. I should have Googled that before I started this Zabecast. Welcome, welcome, everybody, and thank you for downloading. What a show we have stacked up for you today. The law against legalized sports gambling in America has been struck down by the Supreme 6-3. to I was on a golf course, and I got a text from my friend Gitter. And that's how I heard about it, and I was like, wow, damn. Same friend, Gitter, who texted me about Tiger Woods' car crash. So, yeah, the first car crash, the one on Thanksgiving. I remember where I was just driving into, actually it was not a text, he called me. He called me, and was like, did you hear about Tiger? And I was like, what? Not totally unexpected, but still amazing and breathtaking all at once. So on today's Cast, we will feature team coverage. First, Paul Charchian of Fanball.com and the FTSA. And then Mr. X, president of Degener X Industries, For the other side of the coin. We begin by going to Minnesota. We are joining we are joined by Paul Charchian for live team coverage of the breaking news today that gambling is now not technically illegal in the 49 States. It is (laughs) if I were the town crier, I'd have to say. Now each state legislature may debate the merits and or regulate. (laughs) Like it's not as good as saying, gambling is no legal. Hear ye, hear Hear ye. ye, The Vikings are favored by five. (laughs) So this has set off a huge splash in the sports world. And there are many angles that are going to be pursued right now. Mm -hmm. And one of the first angles I thought of, and one of the first angles a lot of people have talked about, is fantasy. And who do I have on the line right now, other than the president of the FTSA, the Fantasy Trade Sports FSTA. Fantasy
1: Sports Trade Association, but that's okay. You got all the words right. I nailed it. fine.
0: So, Charge, tell me, what is this going to do for you guys?
1: Uh, It's going to help us a lot, and it's ultimately going to help fantasy players a lot as well. And here's why, and nobody's really talked this through yet, but traditional sports betting worldwide, you know, immensely popular, and it's played worldwide almost identically to how it's bet in Las Vegas, which is to say Redskins favored by three and a half. Over under is 42. That's it. Right? I mean, maybe you can find a few prop bets or whatever. It's extremely unsophisticated. But here in America, Zabe, we didn't have sports betting. We had fantasy sports. So we have devised all of these amazing, unique gameplay mechanics around fantasy sports. Now, and this has touched 55 million Americans who love and play fantasy. Almost all of your fantasy players return year over year. So what's going to happen, Zabe, is you're going to find enterprising fantasy companies are going to start a hybridization of sports betting and fantasy play. And that's going to be fascinating and way more interesting than Redskins by three. I mean, Redskins by three is effectively a coin flip. I mean, this is where Vegas is trying to get people to go on either side. You can just close your eyes, flip a coin, and you've got a decent chance of being right. This is going to oh, this is going to be different. It's going to be more skillful, more interesting, more strategic when the fantasy sports gameplay models start melding into the world of betting.
0: Interesting, because my first take was this is not good for you. It's not good for anyone in the fantasy realm because fantasy was just an elaborate four-month long, you know, way to gamble. And now that we've got direct gambling that this was going to, you know, push people off of
1: fantasy into just straight gambling you say no i say no and furthermore i'll I'll give you a couple examples one one key reason how long have you been playing in your main league zabe
0: uh, you know, ten, fifteen years. Something ten, like fifteen that.
1: years. Right. This is how you and your a decade, decade and a half. This is how your friends keep in touch, it's how they keep talking, it's how they talk smack. This is it's a social thing. It is it's a social thing. It's that that part's not going to go away. And people don't want it to go away. If you wanted to bet on sports right now, who you know really it wasn't hard. You know, in, if you believe all the reports, there was more money being bet illegally than there was being bet legally on sports betting. Right. So it's not like apparently it was very hard to do. So I really don't think it'll change. And also we're all, we're used to fantasy. You know, we believe fantasy players will become betters. But what's to say that it can't go the other direction? Why won't betters who for whatever reason eschewed fantasy you know end up becoming okay. fantasy players?
0: I, my argument as to why they wouldn't is because fantasy is a weaker drug than just straight gambling. You're saying, well, maybe the cocaine users will also start drinking Zima because it it gets them drunk. And and it's like, well, it's too weak of a high for the hardcore guys, but maybe I'm not looking at it in terms of they're not all hardcore degenerates. And that the casual gambler is going to also want to get involved in fantasy because the more that you study your fantasy teams to know who's good, who's not, who's this, who's hurt, who's whatever, will help you bet on the games right. as well.
1: Right, right. and the, you know, and let's assume that you know the betting platforms in fantasy end up giving you all the financial rush that you can get from betting Redskins plus three. I mean, you know, when that day happens, now fantasy is that it gives you all of the same financial rush, but Also, all the strategy that goes into fantasy and not this, you know, coin flip that is Redskins plus three.
0: Yeah. All right. The other thing that's going to be great for our business, sports radio, is that the big players already, DraftKings and FanDuel, or at least DraftKings has. I don't know if FanDuel has. DraftKings has already said, oh, we're We're coming in. in. We're coming in. We're in. We've got all the platform, all the digital, you know, scaffolding to make this work. We're in. And as I said today on my show, Church, I said, nobody poured more money into our industry than Daily Fantasy from 2014 yeah, through, through 2016 so, plus. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So this is fantastic for us. And, and there's the- going to be shows that crop up now that are exclusively oh, yeah. gambling shows.
1: Well, what do you think this means for VEASAN, the Brent Musburger channel? Oh, uh, you know man. what? It's, it's
0: a good thing, I think. However, I just last night had on Gil Alexander, who hosts a show. Yeah, he does. On uh, VEASAN. Yes, I you know, You know Gil, okay. Yep. So anyway, I mean, I think with VEASAN is this. You still have to have compelling enough content. And, and all their hosts, including Gil, have to present their gambling information in a way that is not eyeball glazing. To Correct. the casual fan, you know what I'm yes, saying? Yes,
1: totally agree. So you're still, now, yeah. Go yeah, ahead. well, I was just going to say this also works. The other you mentioned how FanDuel and DraftKings was you know it's great for biz sports talk radio business, but also from just a fantasy standpoint. Before they shut down all the offshore casinos back in you know whatever two thousand three or whatever whenever right. it was, man, we were awash in in fantasy you know the offshore offshore gambling money, and from an advertising standpoint. That's all going to come back to the fantasy operators too now because we've got the the single best target market probably for for, for players for people who are going to make the jump from fantasy to gambling. And so yeah. we think we're going to get we think the industry is going to get a lot of advertising money too
0: to convert those people who are already playing fantasy.
1: Yes. Okay. Yep. So
0: there are some downsides though. I did read one snippet that said the increased potential regulation of fantasy, as if it were straight gambling, could be a huge burden, a huge rock that you are forced to carry.
1: You probably saw that from Darren Rovell's tweet, which in which he was quoting me from our FSTA release today. the The issue that we're worried about is: uh, pick a state. Minnesota says that all right, we're ready to legalize sports gambling. And oh, by the way, these fantasy guys have been pestering us. Let's just go legalize that too, and we're going to treat them. You know, they can just fall under the casino category. Well, you know, casinos are highly, deeply and expensively regulated. Fantasy sports companies have very light touch regulation that allows modest size operators to still be viable in the space. If they're going to treat fantasy operators like full blown casinos, then it's going to be all but impossible to do business in that state and that's a very real worry for so us. So this is
0: where you guys are going to have to speak up and push and lean in hard and say yes. we're different, so don't lump us in together.
1: Correct. It, even though we want, you know, we want to be lumped in together in that illegal pass it. you want to legally, we want you to legalize it, but you need to understand that we don't we don't need to have the same level of regulation that a casino has. You know, we've always yeah. said we are different from gambling. We are a skill-based game. It is sports, It is sports, and there's money involved, but there is a difference. And, you know, some people understand that, and some people don't.
0: So what would a hybrid game look like, just off the top of your head? I don't want, to give, I want you to give any, uh, away any trade secrets of things you might be rolling out, but just a hypothetical riffing here. What would be a hybrid fantasy-slash-gambling game?
1: All right, so let, let's. T- this is just all this is purely hypothetical, but let's say that you still want to do something like Redskins. You still you can't get past Redskins plus three, and all you want to do is is pick winners. What if we had a fantasy draft for teams among six of us uh, in a given week? And you took Redskins plus three. I took Vikings giving four and so on and so forth. You can have a fantasy draft of teams as just a a very simple example. And now I'm playing against these other five people. I'm not even playing against the house. I'm playing against these other five people that are drafting with me.
0: A snake draft of Of. teams. Yes, of every team that's playing that week. Not games or lines. So there are 32 different sides on a full weekend of NFL action, right? Right, yeah. So so you're drafting sides, and you can look at the board and go, oh, Steelers minus two is the number one pick on our board. Let's see how late. Oh, I got it in the second round. Right, right. <laughs> yes. Okay. How I about mean, a fantasy it- league that is comprised entirely of you picking and gambling against the spread? And so, well, therefore, yeah. you, you you pony up before the season, and the winner, percentage-wise, of picking games against the spread, if it's three games, five games, or the whole slate, or whatever, wins your fantasy money for mm-hmm. this league. But right. in addition, let's say you're like, man, I had a fucking 62% year, and I, I got edged out by a half a percentage point by a guy who careered it. This sucks. Well, because you're betting your own money – you still had a bomb year on your own picks right. because you're actually gambling with them, and there's a bonus pool on top of it.
1: Yeah, it's a perfect example. Perfect example. I'll give you another one. Right now, a fantasy operator can't be the house. So Zabe can't play against the house. You can only ever play against other people, never against the house. So, But what if I said, Zabe, pick any lineup you want. If you can get that lineup to... 100 fantasy points, I will double your money. If you can get it to 150 fantasy points, I will triple your money. If you can get it to 180 fantasy points, I will quadruple your money.
0: So that way I'm not even playing a house-generated AI lineup. Right. Which I would feel like, well, the fucking computer's going to beat me. It knows. The computer's better than me. But if I can just say, you know what, I can get to 100, then I don't, don't have to worry about anyone else beating me. Correct.
1: I'm playing against a number. Yes, and you could pick anybody you want, I'll give you any lineup, any quarterback, two running backs, two receivers, a tight end, a kicker, a defense. Get me to 100 points, you'll get your money back.
0: Okay, what about actual hardcore betting on player performances only? Le'Veon Bell over under 100 yards.
1: Well, that's a prop bet now. You know, and we have that right already. No, but
0: aren't we go- we're- now? We're going to have legalized prop bets depending on state by state, yes. correct? And yes. what's going to happen when? Le'Veon Bell is at 97 yards with eight minutes to go mm-hmm. in a 26 point thrashing of the Browns. Sorry, Cleveland, and he doesn't carry the ball again. And Say people, yes. and then people, und- and then people d- dig out a Instagram post <laughs> that was up for a minute late on Friday night, in which Le'Veon Bell says. Ain't no way I go for over 100 this week. And people go, fuck. That, that, this, the fix was in. That he yeah. knew he wanted to win the game, but he was going to do everything he could to not get 100. And he probably told Mike Tomlin, ah, my ankle hurts, I can't go back in, at 97 yards.
1: Are you suggesting he's being coerced?
0: No, but maybe he and his homies had a bunch of money on the under. Or let's say uh, here's the here's the let's problem. Say, with that. Here's, let's say he say, and his homies had a bunch of money on the over, and he's at 97 yards with eight minutes to go on a 26 point blowout of the Browns, and Tomlin doesn't put him in, and now a fight erupts on the sideline in which Le'Veon Bell is motherfucking Tomlin, and they have to be separated. And we find out later, oh, guess who had a lot of money on the over?
1: Look, the players are already already at risk of forfeiting the, their careers right now. If they participate in sports betting, who says and particularly on their own sports?
0: Who says I mean, it's, in, it's in every
1: CBA? It's in every CBA. If you're an NBA player, you can't bet on it on the NBA. You can't. Right? But you, it, you, you this, you'll, you'll forfeit your career. I mean, how much money? Would Le'Veon Bell is getting eight million dollars a year. Okay, he's not going to give okay. up his career okay. to help. You know.
0: Whoa, 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 whoa! Don't make these NFL players smarter than they are,
1: because <laughs> you'd have to me. be pretty you, dumb to fall into uh, that trap. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> Don't even make me go down all the ways
0: in which these guys have been, quote, pretty dumb. No, what I'm saying is that now we are baptizing this activity. Now we are bringing this activity out of the darkness and the shadows mm-hmm. into the sunlight. And we are bringing it out of one place to be done legally in Nevada. And we're bringing it now across the country, metastasizing state by state. boop, 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 boop. boop, boop. It is bringing potential problems closer. And and let's say it was a weird fight. Like, man, Browns are getting killed. Why did Le'Veon Bell get into it with Tomlin? And then we find out about an Instagram post. And then somebody else, you know, tattles on social media. Or there's a rumor. Now, Charge, does the Shield have to swing into action with an investigation?
1: Yeah, Cause, maybe. Cause maybe you, it does. Uh, but. Oh, it's it. Uh, oh. It's just not. It's just not likely, Zabe. It just. Why, why is
0: it not likely?
1: Because the players are too. This isn't the 50s and the 60s when the players were so poorly paid they spent the off season working their day job. Guess you know, what? The,
0: Le'Veon Bell thinks he's poorly paid.
1: Yeah. Well, he can. He can position himself that way that he's trying to feed his <laughs> family on that eight million dollars. No, no, no. A year, it doesn't matter know how better. he
0: positions himself. He, he thinks, knows better. No, he doesn't. He, oh, thinks, yeah, he does. no. He thinks he's underpaid. All of these guys yeah, think they're but underpaid. It,
1: but he doesn't think he's so poor that he has to risk his career by purposely moving a, a point spread. Not that he... No, no, no. And not, by the way, he could do that now for Vegas bettors, right? It's harder now. You've
0: got to know somebody in Vegas Why? to offload a lot of money.
1: If I if I am the sort of person that's going to put the squeeze on Le'Veon Bell, I already have a way to do to bet this in Vegas. I don't have to be in Pittsburgh to do that.
0: Well, here's the thing, though. Okay, there's another element, which is Le'Veon Bell giving out privileged information to a select number of his inner circle. Sure. And they then go out and bet their own money on their own terms in their own states on that privileged information. Hey, fellas, my hamstring is not good this week. I'm going to give it a go. But it may go at any time. I'd bet the under on my carries. Um, here's the here's the, my
1: comeback to that is like, again, that could happen right
0: now. It could. But here's the thing. Buddy number one doesn't live in Vegas, doesn't know a bookie illegally. Buddy number two lives in Michigan, doesn't live in Vegas, doesn't know a bookie. Now all of this is easier. What you're reducing is the friction in the transaction of a slightly nefarious bit of information getting traction i'm not saying charge that it's going to happen right away in large scale i'm saying or ever oh buddy huh oh buddy save I'm gonna clip and save that file i will <laughs> i will sit in front of a sports radio microphone <laughs> in my lifetime charge and i will preside over a grade a betting shitstorm in the wake of legalization, somewhere at some time in the four major sports, and I don't think it'll take ten years.
1: Um, Mark
0: my words. All right. I will t- I will take the over on okay. those ten years. Because here's the thing. All of this, you're right, Charge, is possible now. But it is. There's, but there's a difference between possible and easy. What this law is going to do, and by the way, I'm for it, by the way, is that it's going to make it easier for nefarious things to go down. And as you know, because you're a smart businessman, and you're the head of the FSTA, did I get that right? You did. Friction, whenever it gets reduced in any financial endeavor, increases sales and money. That Why doesn't a company A do B? Well, they would, but there's too much friction there's too much cost there's too much regulation there's too much time or space or whatever required you let you reduce that friction in the transaction now things start moving so we'll see we'll see but maybe you're right maybe I'm just concocting crazy
1: scenarios i now at the college level you know you remember this well, case came up against the ncaa mm-hmm. the college level these kids are way way more vulnerable right so, this no, no. is where I think it gets a lot hairier is with college athletes. And, and I guess,
0: what, did the ruling today say that states can offer
1: action on college games? The case was the state of New Jersey against the NCAA.
0: Oh, it was. Okay. That yes. was the original case. Okay. Yes.
1: So, well, yes, this is, you know, this would, in a, it, it could very well end up affecting all of the college, college sports as well.
0: Not only are the college kids more, uh, what did you say, vulnerable? vulnerable they're also poorer and they're increasingly more entitled in their thinking more and more of them are like man we ain't getting nothing That's like right. look at all these coaches making all this money we're getting nothing it's going to be tempting the reason they caught stephen headache smith and the arizona state gang that couldn't shoot straight that night in the pac 12 <laughs> yeah. was because a highly unusual amount of money came right. into a sports book in vegas on a Tuesday night game involving who the fuck cares Arizona State. Right. Right. And it and set that, off set off yeah. every alarm right. in their book. Now we're gonna have a totally decentralized dozens upon hundreds of books on over thirty five states that can take all this action and it'll be
1: harder, I think, to sniff out the rat. Well, the- yeah, you you may very well be right, but let me mention this. Most it's not like Minnesota is going to spin up its own betting platform. Minnesota and well, companies and companies in Minnesota will end up licensing an existing platform from Caesars Palace or from Betfair in the UK. There are all these existing platforms out there and you're not going to most companies aren't going to build one from scratch when i can just go rent one uh, or you know or license one so that will happen and these massive betting you know these massive betting uh, conglomerates will be able to detect that a lot easier
0: okay and you know what you could be right on that Charge, we are entering a bold new world thank you for your time it tonight is. in our continuing live team coverage the day sports gambling came to the heartland
1: you like that title? Uh, yeah, that's very good. It's not, it, I mean, this is a watershed day in the history of American sports. This It's a landmark day that we will, you know, maybe remember to our graves the day that that's the great. whole landscape changed.
0: It's great. The, the the next great day in our lives, sports-wise, will be the day that Roger Goodell is frog-marched out of the headquarters <laughs> of the NFL in handcuffs, in handcuffs. <laughs> With a trench coat <laughs> over his head. I don't know I don't know for what, Charge, but someday uh, I gotta catch up with him. A guy can dream. All right, buddy. Uh, thank bye-bye. you, Charge. Hey, buddy. hey, what's up there, Mr X? You are live on it. We go to the president of Degener Industries, the infamous Mr. X. What a day in America where gambling it has a pathway now. It's not legal, technically, but it's not illegal anymore for states to approve it. And I'm just wondering, what do you think,
2: Mr. X? Man, I don't know. You know, I hadn't even paid attention until you uh, sent me the note an hour or so ago and i i started to jot down a couple of quick thoughts and i ran out of paper in my house this is just mind blowing (laughs) so you're like you're
0: you're like wow okay because your head's now spinning you love to analyze things (sighs) what's the first thing that comes into your mind as to how this is going to affect really a whole ecosystem mr x of illegal gambling that has existed for years
2: I guess I, I got I to gotta say this. This is the way I think of it. There's four things, and you tell me which way you want to go. I mean, first, and everyone's thinking about the teams themselves and the players and the franchises and the referees and all that.
0: There is that element, but, no question. But that can't really
2: even be – I can't even think of that until I see how the other three things shake out. Okay. And the other three things are, first, it's regulatory. I mean, there's, there's got to be some regulatory – I mean, this is going to be crazy. It's, it reminds me of, like, um, you know, the SEC. It's and I don't mean Southeast. The
0: Securities I mean, and Exchange, exchange commission. commission. I right. mean
2: there's the regulation. It's got to be creepy, and you know you can't just have, um, you know, Bob's sports book opening on the corner next to Seven Eleven. There's got to be a, a huge amount of regulation, of, like the SPIC. I mean, you, you know, right, because these banks, you can't just have citizens. You know, politically, when citizens, you know, uh, 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 lose lots of money because places are are, are, are go out of business, there's got to be regulation all over the place. It's going to be crazy. I don't know how that's going to shake out, but they can't just leave it to commerce. It's going to have to be a lot of thought <laughs> going into how do we. Right how do we regulate this? And it's one thing when you have a casino with billions of dollars, it's another thing. If you start allowing it at all sorts of levels, I don't know how they're going to shake that out. The second thing is I'm just going to lay them out. There's the house. Let's call it the house and the players. I don't yet know who the houses are going to be, but it's crazy to think about this. I mean, they're going to limit it to institutions. Everybody's going to want in even the teams themselves,
0: Uh, you know, right. Why wouldn't a team want to own its own book? Oh God! And yeah. offer and it's, its own rewards and point system yeah. for those oh God, who are yes. season ticket holders. Sure, get you know oh a half. Man, that's
2: crazy. I can't even point,
0: think of- Half point Wednesdays, uh, Mister X. Yeah, where and if about, you're I mean, if he, you're a season ticket holder and you book your action at the Washington Wizards sports book, you sure. get half point Wednesdays. Any game, take an extra half point off.
2: Oh God! Especially, I mean. It- when do you make the worst decisions in your life? When you're at a game drinking beer. <laughs> okay. I mean, you are, oh, there's no way they're going to lose this. You know, I mean, come on. That's just, that's just gravy sitting out there waiting. You know, or how about this?
0: The official sports book of the Washington Redskins. I mean, oh, come on. I, oh, you know, that's coming. Yes. Whether they do it themselves. thousand percent. Right. And, and, you know, the
2: the teams have taken it. One thing, you know, I mean, they don't get that much money for nothing. Teams want a cut of everything. I mean, a few years back when when the uh, secondary market exploded, you know, you got MLB going, wait a minute. People are buying and selling our tickets and taking a commission. Oh, yeah, we're going to we're going to need that. We're going to want some of that. You know, now the leagues are doing, you know, secondary market selling in addition to their own because they want the cut. They want the cut out of everything. And we don't blame them. Yeah, everybody except the Nationals, they're the only ones that don't get that. But all the other teams <laughs> and leagues want, you know, a cut of resales. Sure, you can, you bought our ticket, and if you're going to resell it to somebody else, we want a cut. Um, so this is going to be the same thing. Oh well, my gosh.
0: And another way they're going to crack down on that secondary market is with technology and facial recognition software so in other words if you want to use a ticket you better bring your face to the kiosk to get in not anyone else's that prevents oh, wow. you from selling that ticket to somebody else wow so I mean, in other you know words what? so in other words a facial recognition ticket where you're like hey i want to go see mets nats and i know i'm going to go there and it's just going to be me. Well, that's going to be a cheaper price ticket, sort of like a Southwest Airlines flight that doesn't offer the ability to cancel or reschedule. It's like, I'm paying this price, but I'm going to be there personally and I'm locked in. Yeah, that's true.
2: But I mean, most teams and leagues, like I said, other than that, have so figured out. Hey, you change your mind, you're not going, you want to sell it, that's great. We'll just take a commission off that.
0: Well, that's true, too. They can they, they you know, can we'll do that it. as well. They, they don't mind being yeah. the clearinghouse, but a lot of people, they well, don't go that route. They sell it personally, or they you know no, that's true too. give it away. Well, can you
2: imagine, you know what it's like to try to get through the concession line before the first pitch? What's it going to be like when you're trying to get that Facial last action red,
0: down? Know, exactly. Oh, I know. Well, that's the a, crazy quick, thing.
2: I need a beer, and I need to get Boston minus six real fast before the first pitch. And when you're at the stadium, I mean, good grief.
0: And of course, the in-game betting is going to be such that there, oh, will, be, yeah, there will be controversial endings in which two-thirds of the stadium have money oh, yeah. one direction. And oh, God, beer yes. bottles are going to fly down. They're going to rain down like they did that day between the Jaguars and the Browns. Remember that game, Mr. X? Oh, yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, the other thing is, you know, I, I, as far as the, back to the house, I if I had any offshore books, this is a crippler. I'd sell them tomorrow if you haven't already.
0: Yeah, I was going to say, does this put the offshore books out of business effectively?
2: No, but it sure won't help.
0: It <laughs> right. sure won't help. Okay. I mean,
2: I, I, wouldn't, the whole attraction to being quote offshore is because onshore is illegal. If right. onshore is illegal, why would I send money to, to an Island somewhere when I can do it regulated in the U S all right, what, say, is it,
0: what does it do to your man, so to speak, that you've been betting with now for 20 years? What well, you mean do in theory, him? in theory, cause I wouldn't do that. No, not you. I mean, I'm, the, me. I'm oh, saying the, the you proverbial okay. you. Yeah, you know, the guy that's well, got a of, bookie, what does it do to his man now? Okay.
2: You know what? I bet this is opposite of what you're thinking. This is a huge plus for the local bookmaker. Why? <laughs> it is because okay, um this is an increase of the pie in the industry.
0: More people are are now going to come in. More
2: people are going to play. And what does the local bookmaker offer? Something no, the institutions don't. Which is? So personal service.
0: (laughs) No, no. (laughs) Oh, credit. Credit.
2: Credit.
0: Credit? They're offering credit in the form of your kneecaps. If you get in deep. You know
2: what? That's that's garbage. Uh, You know, know, maybe on The Sopranos, but no, I've never seen that in my life.
0: All right. Well, what happens to deadbeats then that don't pay their bookie?
2: Well, there's a combination of many things, but the bottom line is when you're printing money, you can take a deadbeat or two. (laughs) It's okay. okay. The whole idea that like on The Sopranos, it's a big old thing. You know what? You write it off. You move on. I but mean, but don't you know some
0: don't some bookies threaten guys that are behind? I, I if can't not necessarily. I can't. If not necessarily, like I'm going to kneecap you or kill your family, but like, hey, you no. know, maybe I'm going to call your employer and tell them, you know, what's going on here. I have ne- I have seen a You've lot never heard of, of things.
2: That. I have no, no. I've heard. I've I've seen a lot of things. I've never seen that because the minute the house takes any sort of Path like that is the minute they've lost that account. And guess what? When you got a guy who gets in so deep he can't pay, you want that guy. <laughs> you, you want so, that guy. So what do you do? He's going to make good eventually. What do you want? If you if you cut him off, he just wipes the slate clean and goes somewhere else.
0: So basically, you want you... the
2: guy who is such a degenerate. He, he's going to get into trouble. All right. So, so let's you say... work it out. You give him a payment plan. You work it over time. And then when he gets clean, get things ready in a couple of years. Now he owes you
0: you know (laughs) know, that's that that is that is actually brilliant now you think about it so what you would do then to a guy let's say he's in for 10 g's all right and i whatever just i'm picking a number out of thin air sure and and he's like i can't pay it man i'm really sorry give me another month okay instead of threatening the guy you talk to him after you talk to him after a couple of months and you go look we're gonna make it four and you're gonna pay me back every month 400 bucks and then once we're sure. square again, I'll increase your limit back to 1000 a, a game, which is where you want it. In the meantime, you're good for 50 a game or whatever. The guy thinks he got a great deal. Hey, man, I got 60% knocked off of my 10G losses. But the bookie's like, hey, I still have this fish on the line to make me more money in the future. Giddy up. Something
2: like that, except for the dismissal of the part of the debt. I think most people would just go on a payment plan and let's see how it shakes out. I oh, wouldn't okay. be so quick to. I wouldn't be so quick to do that.
0: IRS, okay. IRS tax settlement. But okay, well, whatever. That, I'm on. not. You're I'm not on. a bookie. I'm never going to be a legal bookie. But you no. think it might actually help them because well, bring more th- th- players th- th- into the game and they can offer oh. credit, which is what the degenerate really needs.
2: Well, watch this. I uh, your your new novice goes legally. And what's he going to do? Dig a hole. And as soon as he digs that hole, now he needs that local bookie to help him get out of that hole. (laughs) Or dig it or dig it deeper. That's why it's not a bad thing for those guys. Everyone thinks it's driving them out of business. No, they still have a service. Credit is important in
0: life. But look, the thing is with the legal shops, they make you dig the hole first and stand in it before you either win or lose. Where, oh yeah. Whereas yeah. the local bookie, you can keep digging and digging and digging because you're on credit.
2: Exactly. That's okay. why it's a good thing for them. Yep. Oh, but this man. is. And by the way, when you talk about them doing it at the games, I mean they already um, like at, the, at the, they already do. Hey, can order from your seat, use your phone. The, you can never get through on the Wi-Fi at a game now. <laughs> How are you going to do it when this starts? Exactly, you'll never get through. You got 40,000 40, people at the at a ball game trying to like get a hot dog on 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 the app. Guess what? Yeah. Six guys got through.
0: Now I just got done talking to Paul Churchian and I said, "Church, huh? I will preside over on in front of a microphone a massive gambling controversy in the next ten years involving an athlete. And, oh, he yeah. did, and he was dismissive. He's like, nah, nah, nah. And I was trying to explain all the ways in which now this reduces the friction for shenanigans to occur for manipulating individual stat totals over under 100 yards, et cetera, et cetera, games themselves. And that he's like, well, all this could happen right now. And I said, yeah, it could happen, but it's easier to happen now as soon as these shops start popping up like mushrooms all across the landscape. What do you think?
2: (laughs) How about while you're at that, why don't you just combine that with the state of the leagues playing legal systems and the blackmail going on already? Hey, how about, you know what, I'm thinking of charging you with sexual assault, but if you could help me with the Lions plus six on Sunday. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. You're already. You've been talking lately about you know this whole can of worms that this um, don't wait for the justice system brings with all these accusations. Right. The mere threat of an assault gives you six games, of of, of suspension, and millions of dollars lost. Okay, I'll tell you what. I'm not going to sue you or any of that. But you know what? I I could use an over on Friday.
0: (laughs) Come on.
2: Yeah, that's that what it's not coming out. of. Oh, man, oh, there's, I mean, a, there's a, the, a lot put those of ways. Together?
0: Yeah, there's a <laughs> lot of ways this things could get weird. OK, so the upside is it's going to be fun as shit to gamble <laughs> our faces off legally on a bunch of different sports. And I love the fact, Mr. X, that the NFL was the one league staunchly opposed to this. And they're being dragged by their ear by the principal down the hallway Somewhere they don't want to go. And I think that's beautiful. You know what? I think
2: this reminds me of walking into a really nice casino. You got players. You got players on the big tables. You got players with money. You've got that. And what do you have every tourist or newcomer doing? Pumping money into the slot machines. Because that's all they can figure out. They don't know how to, you know, <laughs> throw the dice or anything else. Hey, I so play some you're gonna slots,
0: Mr. X. I do pretty well, too. But okay. Yeah, sure you do. But then, so now what you have is, at least in the past, yeah,
2: you didn't have to be a damn genius to gamble on sports. But you didn't have that casual sports fan going, oh, what's this? There's a hot dog line, and what is this line over here? Oh, oh, I can, yeah, okay, I'll try that. You'll have your, you know, your, 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 the crack cocaine is out behind section 101. Come and yeah. give it a try. Yeah. That's all this is. They're going to just lure in so many people that would have never dreamed of doing this, either because it's illegal or I didn't know how to do it or whatever. Now it's just going to be easy. Oh my gosh.
0: <laughs> and imagine, you know. and, and, and already ESPN and other outlets have been dipping their toe more in the water of talking about gambling. Van Pelt is allowed to do his Bad beat segment on ESPN, which would have been heresy years ago. Uh, the yeah. point spreads on ESPN used to be quarantined, as you remember, Mr. X, quarantined to the pre-10 a.m. hour on Sundays in one five-minute segment with Hank Goldberg, bless his soul, who couldn't pick his nose, much <laughs> less a good game. He was allowed to give point spreads before the official start of ESPN's football coverage on a Sunday. Now it'll be in halftime shows and pregame shows.
2: I'm still waiting to see, you know, who's going to be the houses. I mean, is this going to be, you know, is this going to be really regulated like casinos or is it going to just spread like lottery tickets? I don't know. I mean, if you see it now, it's like, um, you know how in Vegas – um, at the sports books, you go bet a hundred dollars, you get a drink coupon. Remember? Yeah. Okay, when we're out. There. Okay. And you now were, able, were, were
0: able to sweet talk the gal for more drink coupons <laughs> at the Monte Carlo.
2: Yeah. I got, I, I think I got more coupons than she had teeth, but that's beside <laughs> the point. Um, but now it's, what is,
0: so what's next?
2: You know, um, they get a big gulp and a quarter pounder, and you get a free five dollars sports play. I mean,
0: well, yeah. that's the question: can can a mom and pop shop, a gambling shop, open up in a strip mall between a Quiznos and a Chevy Chase Bank? Right. That's well, the mu- that's the question. How much capitalization do they have to have? Who's backing them in terms of money? What that's back offers, to the regulatory
2: thing. right? Yeah. That,
0: what yeah. offers are they allowed to offer? Can they combine their business? Can it be? cupcakes and point spreads and they do both and that's all they do go get a cupcake and bet on the raiders that hey how about
2: how about you know the big you know one of the smallest uh known thing you think about one of the biggest lures today is you know where you get your groceries you know i need you you spend so much at the grocery store each year right now we're getting a dollar off on gas prices what's next yeah I, i don't need gas at the pump i need like a discount on this week's uh i'll take the bears (laughs) plus seven instead of a tank of gas (laughs) or
0: or (laughs) as my bonus i get to reduce the line by a point and a half or something like that teaser rate right there you go how about this how about this starbucks a coffee shop like starbucks but it's a sports bar it's coffee it's big screens and it's gambling Man, I wanted around
2: the alcohol. I wanted around the alcohol. It's just I like getting right. free drinks at the table. That's what. I'm- but now the thir- the the last. I guess part that of it wouldn't that
0: I- work because coffee is a morning and midday thing. Sports and gambling are an evening and afternoon thing.
2: Uh, you you know what? You'll you, you, you'll take it anywhere it's allowed. It's printing money. You'll take it anywhere. But the last part of it is the, the what I call the from the player side, and I don't mean the the pros. I mean the from the gambler side. You know what? I mean, you'll never send another dime to an offshore place. It's going to go on to credit cards. It's going to change that completely. And, you know, how is it? Think about how the NCAA reaches out now. For example, okay, um, Bryce Harper, no, you can't gamble. So what? His cousin can't? His, it's legal. What? His cousin can't gamble? His his sister can't gamble? how are you you know in right. the NCAA, where do you we draw cover the, the whole, yeah where do you, you draw know, the line on that cam Newton taught us okay you can't pay dad but you know what what i'm sorry that my cousin uh plays for the knicks i, I should be able to have action where are you going to draw those
0: lines right you because guess what oh player a can hand cousin b a bag of money and oh, say yeah. go have fun and go i didn't bet on the games I don't know what huh. you're talking about
2: or just you know what? How many they, they, when you hit the, hit hit
0: it big and you know the lottery or, or your first uh, pro
2: contract, the cousins come out of the woodwork, right? Well, now they don't ask for handouts. They just ask for like a little help on the, on this week's number. <laughs> That's all. <laughs> okay. Hey, hey, no, I don't need a car. But you know what? Yeah. Do you think you could win by less than six, for me? As, or how about this, yeah. Dave? What's the line on uh, okay? Gee. Um a couple of employees of the Browns or families or friends decided to lay a little action on Baker Mayfield being the number one pick in the draft. Jeez, how'd they get that info? Come
0: yeah. On. Yeah, that's all a good point. Now Where how are you gonna draw those I lines? That's just
2: unbelievable.
0: And guess what? Here here I'll paint one nightmare scenario. I shouldn't end on on a on a down note, but I'm just gonna this just popped into my head. See the thing with legalizing this activity which used to be a dark art, and now it's being brought out into the light. When you legalize something, Mr. X, in a way, you're blessing it. Like, this is okay to do. And yet, while you're blessing gambling, you're not blessing every individual's own habits, i.e., the guy who is in debt up to his eyeballs, desperate, and decides to bet what he has left of his entire life savings, on the Cowboys minus three against the Packers. And then the game goes down and there's a controversial call like the Dez Bryant non-catch. Guy loses everything. Because it was legalized, which is essentially blessed, there is a change in the mindset of people. And you could have a case in which a guy then says, that's it, I got a gun, that's all I got left. I will wait outside referee X's house until I see him come out and that's how I'm going to get my price.
2: Or or how about the guy who or how about the guy who missed that big free throw from Michigan?
0: Stauskis? Yeah. Yeah. I mean well, the same thing there. Right. Yeah. And and I think the players are gonna be increasingly nervous, like, hey, you're telling people come bet at our shop, come bet at the stadiums and I'm an athlete yeah. and I fuck up and I don't have great games all the time. And now I've got a bunch of people going, fuck you, man. I lost all this money betting on you. Whereas when it used to be illegal, Mr. X, the person betting knew deep down, hey, I'm not supposed to be doing this. So if athlete fucks up or referee makes shitty call, hey, buddy, you weren't supposed to be gambling. Oof. Yeah, and
2: that's the way the NBA reviews the last two minutes. Oh, my God. So could I... Hey, since you admitted they got it wrong, could do I get to turn in this ticket for a win? (laughs)
0: Yeah, right.
2: What what happened? You just told me they made a mistake. So I would like to sue you for the balance of this, which came out on the wrong outcome because the the problem
0: is, Mr. X, on those F two M reports for the NBA, the final two minute reports, there's usually between three and five errors. Yeah, that's true. That all roughly cancel each other out.
2: Dave, have you ever been to New Hampshire?
0: I can't say I have. I might have been through it. The Granite State,
2: okay. I believe, is what I'm A lot of people don't believe me on this, and it's dead true. When you go to New Hampshire, uh, liquor's cheaper. I don't know. No tax, no something. It's, it's dirt cheap compared to the bordering states. When you come across the border, there is an exit ramp that takes you off 95 and dumps you in the parking lot of a liquor store. And back on the highway with no other road. Oh. Okay.
0: My God.
2: And I've told people that and they don't believe me. They think oh it's convenient. No, no, no. The exit takes you into the liquor store, you come out, you're back on the highway. There's nothing but side of highway woods around it. It is one hundred percent an exit for one store. Why? Because they do it. Man, you know what? I can just picture if they you know, they'll do that for a cheap liquor, what are they gonna do for this?
0: It's going to be something. Mr. X, thank you, my friend. We'll talk soon. Okay. There you go. Mr. X, the great Mr. X, on a variety of issues that are now going to come up in the wake of this momentous Supreme Court decision. All right, that'll be a wrap for today. You know the drill. Tell two friends who are illiterate and need the world told to them by somebody smart like me so they can just sit back and listen. Leave a positive review. Download, subscribe at all the major podcast outlets, iTunes, Google Play, Overcast, Spotify, and more. And always remember, a hot dog is not a sandwich, and soup is not lunch. Thank you for listening, and we will see you next time.